Welcome back, everybody. Today I'm going to be talking about religion and its effects on modern American thinking, uh, probably not in the ways you'd assume. What I'm interested in is the idea that a certain mode of thinking is far more dangerous than any one ideology and can be extremely dangerous in the hands of any ideology. It's a common narrative that Americans are becoming less and less religious each year, but when it comes to the way we think, I'm not so sure that that's true. Looking at some data from 2014 from Pew and the General Social Survey, uh, about 3% of Americans are atheist, uh, 4 to 5% agnostic, and about 21 to 23% are religious but unaffiliated. Or to be more accurate, these are probably the people who say, I'm spiritual but not religious. What that data tells me is not so much that we're removing religion from society, but more so that we're just removing God from religion. When you look up the word religion in Merriam-Webster's, only one of the six definitions given references God or a higher power. Three of the six definitions given use the word religious in defining religion. The definitions for religious are relating to or manifesting faithful devotion to an acknowledged ultimate reality or deity, of relating to or devoted to religious beliefs or observances. That one's not a real definition. You can't define a word by using that word. Uh, scrupulously or conscientiously faithful and fervent zealous. So looking at the three valid definitions that don't define the word using the word itself, you can see how closely related this is to the issues with blind adherence to idealism that I've talked about in former podcasts. So while many people proudly proclaim that they distrust organized religion, and this means that as a society we're getting further and further from blind religious thinking, I disagree. My hypothesis is that we're merely replacing the figureheads of the past and applying the same thinking to our most favored ideology. In the spirit of full disclosure, I'll give you a little bit of background on how I think about religion, uh, not because that's the topic at hand, but because it may give a little bit of insight into my biases and my approach to religious thinking. I am agnostic in the sense that I don't know whether there is a God or is not, and if there is a God, I don't believe that he is any of the gods that we ascribe to any of the existing religions. Without going too in-depth, uh, the existing religions out there have far too many internal contradictions that I can't reconcile with logical thinking or even with my conception of what a God would be. One example that's common to many religions, uh, especially the religions that are uh, in the vein of Christianity, Islam, and uh, Judaism, um, God is portrayed as this jealous, angry being that demands compliance. Uh, and that concept I'm going to come back around to later as we talk about modern thinking uh, as it relates to our predisposition to be compliant. But as it relates to my beliefs in the various gods, 
we teach our children that gift giving is better than gift receiving, that a good parent raises their children well without asking for anything in return. And it seems silly to me that God would somehow be held to a lower moral standard than humans. The gift of life that he gave his children is not given freely, but attached to many stipulations. With my limited understanding of physics, uh, it seems that a God is not necessary for this universe to exist. But I also can't say that I definitively know that a God could not have created this universe. And this is one arena where things have gotten a little bit silly of late. Many scientists these days will tell you that they categorically deny the existence of God, that they are not agnostic, but they are confidently atheist. Then in the same breath, they'll excitedly ask you if you've ever heard of simulation theory and want to have an hours-long conversation about simulation theory. To me, this invalidates their confidence as atheists. Whether your God is sitting on a mountaintop, hovering in the clouds, or swilling Mountain Dew in his underwear in his mom's basement, you're still ascribing this reality to a creator. Now, don't get me wrong, I think that simulation theory is extremely interesting and very possible, but I don't think that it's new or unique. Way back in 1627, Sir Francis Bacon, who was a devout Christian, published New Atlantis, which was extremely influential for me philosophically. Now, it's been about 10 or 15 years since I've read New Atlantis, so I'll do my best to give a high-level summary from memory. But essentially, some people are shipwrecked on an island. They're cared for by the inhabitants of the island who are extremely advanced in science. Uh, and it turns out that these inhabitants are actually angels. And the point of the book is that science is not anti-religious, uh, science is the deepest way that we can know God because if there is a God, then he is the programmer of this universe. Uh, he is the one who designed the immutable physics that dictate our entire lives. So you can see how for me, simulation theory is just the modern retelling of New Atlantis. So now that we have my personal beliefs and biases out of the way, let's circle back to the central topic at hand using a couple of the things that I mentioned uh, as I went through those. Looking around at everything going on in society today, it seems to me we've simply replaced our jealous, angry gods with CNN and Fox News, and that we're still happy to kneel down and be compliant before our masters, because maybe that's just the way we're programmed to think. Or maybe we've done it for so long that we can't break out of it so easily. Many authoritarian movements have tried to replace God with the state or some ideology. And for this reason, many people have made the argument that we should have never moved away from organized religion as a society. I've frequently even heard this argument from people who themselves are not actually religious. The idea seemingly being that we have created a power vacuum, much like toppling an authoritarian government, where some bad actor has the opportunity to step in and fill that void. 
for some making this argument, it's just that they want to protect religion and society. And for others, it's simply that the devil we know is better than the devil we don't. Personally, I think that's a rather pessimistic view of humanity, and I like to believe that people are capable of thinking for themselves. However, it seems that every time I turn on the TV, I'm proven wrong there. Much like traditional religion, people these days cling blindly to the political party they're born into, changing only to piss off their parents in college or when there's some financial incentive. Even the realm of science is not immune to this type of thinking. Forever, scientists have been human, prone to bias, clinging to ideas for far too long because they have some personal interest or attachment to them, but it goes much further than that these days. These days when people say, the science says, I hear echoes of, the Bible says. Fifteen years ago, if you told me that people would be referencing science rather than religion, I would have been giddy. But people aren't referencing science rather than religion. People are referencing science as religion. And the two just can't be done in the same way. Science is a process. Some fields are more established than others, and some conclusions have a higher level of confidence than others. But it's always open to debate and testing. This idea and saying that the science is settled is an extremely dangerous one. Challenging ideas is extremely healthy. It drives science forward, and it also helps us come to conclusions independently and achieve genuine consensus. Take, for instance, dietary science. When I was a kid, the science was settled. Fat was bad, and breakfast cereal was good for you. When I was younger, it was also clear that egg yolks were high in cholesterol, raised your cholesterol, and contributed to heart disease. Now, however, if you search do egg yolks raise cholesterol in DuckDuckGo, of the nine articles that pop up on the first page, two say they do, seven say they don't, and ironically on topic, I came across two articles that used language like it is clear and one article that used the science is clear. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't trust science and scientists. We absolutely should. And I'm not saying that there aren't things that we can prove beyond any reasonable doubt. Those things certainly exist. I'm sorry to any of you flat earthers out there, but there are very simple experiments you can do to calculate the curvature of the earth. But you're also not crazy if you want to go out, learn the mathematics, and conduct those experiments to confirm these conclusions yourself. The point is, when you start referencing science the way that you reference religion, it stops being science. When you refuse to question your political party, it ceases to be a philosophy and starts to become a faith. There are so many people out there saying, follow the science or the science is clear, who barely made it past high school biology, and so many more who are convinced that they know what truth and justice really are without ever having stepped outside the comfort bubble of their tribe, who somehow think that it's a moral virtue to refuse to question or even examine the ideas of their group. We may talk less about God, but as a nation, we are as religious as ever, and we're in the midst of a really bizarre holy war. So next time you say you're not religious, ask yourself, am I really not religious, or have I merely replaced God with some political idol 
who can only offer me temporary economic comfort and an occasional feeling of superiority in exchange for my blind faith and total compliance. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, I may be wrong, but that ability to test ideas, learn, and grow is what makes this country great. So be honest, allow yourself to be wrong sometimes, and be fearless in the exercise of your rights. If you want to reach out, it's to be honest, I may be wrong, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you want to get involved, you can follow me on social media, uh, tbh underscore I may be wrong on Instagram.